This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. This week on Top Shelf, including his affiliate year, Jordan Lario is in his fourth season with the Golden Rockets. Emmanuel Sequera talks with him about his incredible start to the 22-23 campaign. Then Emmanuel sticks around to talk about the KIJHL notebook on the KIJHL.ca website. We'll spotlight four teams from around the league. But before all that... Let's check in with our guest, KIJHL broadcaster. Clear the puck in behind the net over to the far side there. Now passed ahead. Here's Labolt. And there's a shot. Tyson Tokars, his first goal of the season. He had a goal in the preseason, or did he have two? He had two He had goals two at that game in Kalsagar. Yes, he did. Tokars picking up his first regular season goal for the Board of Bruins and giving the Bruins the lead once again, 6-5. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, I'm talking uh, with uh, my guest broadcaster this week from the Grand Forks Board of Bruins, Kevin McKinnon. Kevin, thank you for doing this. Mark, it's a pleasure as always. How long have you been the voice of the Grand Forks Board of Bruins? It's actually funny. This season, the broadcast team was counting back, trying to figure it out. This is our seventh year together with the Board of Bruins doing the broadcast. You know, one of the things that strikes me when I I catch one of your broadcasts on hockey TV is the overall quality. And I'm not just talking about the great play-by-play and the great color commentary. It's the graphics. It's the whole presentation. Clearly, you guys aren't looking at this as just calling a hockey game. You're looking at it from a a different perspective. What is the goal of your broadcasts? When I first got involved, and I I started out as a bill at home and kind of got brought into the broadcast. And... I do have a background in in broadcasting. It's not my current career, but uh, it was years and years ago. I came in with the attitude that we needed to be Sportsnet on a budget, a really a really tight budget. We always make the joke that you know we don't have a truck, um, but uh, the goal has always been to try to deliver something that you could put on a sixty or seventy inch screen, and you know you you wouldn't be able to tell that it wasn't one of the networks. And it's really difficult to do with two or three people, but there are some tricks, obviously, you know, if you watch our broadcast, you can see that we found out a number of those tricks, but that was always the intent was parents at home, you know, should be getting the best quality that that we can possibly deliver. Talk a little bit about your broadcast team. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, Les Johnson has been on camera since I started doing the broadcast and uh, Cody Fate, my color commentator, I brought him in the very first year as well. Uh, less uh, well-known in the Grand Forks area for doing uh, streaming of pretty much any local event. So when I when I was asked to take over the broadcast, he was my very first choice, and I was thrilled that he stepped up and agreed to take on hockey. He'd done baseball before, never hockey, so it was a bit of a learning curve. But, uh, you know, uh, the, the end result speaks for itself. And Cody, uh, I, I couldn't do it without because he's my stats guy. I try to do the research that I need to do, but there's always going to be a, some, sort of, some sort of stat or player connection that uh, Cody's got in his back pocket ready to talk about. And uh, the, the, as I said, the three of us have been working together. This is going into season number seven. The fact that the team has stayed together just speaks to, to everybody involved. Kevin, when we return, we're going to talk about the Border Bruins this season. Off to just a great start. Neutral zone now, and Samo is happy to just to get the puck deep in. David goes and chases. There's Lario with the burst of speed. He's got a partial break on Donahue. He comes out, shoots, and scores! 
top shelf, Captain Jordan Lario. I'm joined by Jordan Lario of the Golden Rockets on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Welcome to the show, Jordan. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan, so excited to be out here. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. How do you feel that you're playing to start the season? Honestly, the first two games were a little rough for me, but then uh, as the season got going and I kind of got to know my line mates a little more, got to be in stride with them. And and honestly, I, I can't complain how my season's been starting off. And honestly, I wish we won a little more games, but I think uh, as, as we keep going here, we'll keep getting closer and closer and find our rhythm together. So I think it's been a good start. Offensively, you're tied for the, the league lead in points. What do you credit to your strong offensive start? Honestly, the, the biggest part for me was the offseason. I weighed a whole 145 last year, so I knew if I wanted to be a top guy in this league this year, I'd have to put on some weight and take the offseason seriously. So I was eating as much as I could whenever I could and, and going to the gym as much as I could. and. And I knew that really helped me in the corners in front of the net where, where I knew I'd get my chances. And, and as I, I can see, it's been really paying off for me so far. So was there any specific, like, I guess, weight training or workouts that you did during the off season to also help you gain strength? Well, I kind of just went to the gym and, and me and my buddy kind of just lifted weights and, and enjoyed our time there. Here in Golden, we have our base, our athletics uh, training here. And, and even from last year, I noticed that it improved me, made my legs feel a lot better. And honestly, it made me faster. It's kind of where I got all my speed now. Today is just from from base and doing a lot of cleans and, and power lifts and things like that. Abley put the puck into the Dynamiter zone. Klassen after it for Kimberly. Bumped off the puck was Russell. Goal! Lario! Six minutes, 56 seconds into the game, the Golden Rockets surprising the Kimberly Dynamiters two to nothing. What are some of the goals you're focused on personally and team-wise this season? Personally, I, I want to bear down on some more scoring chances for myself. I get a lot of scoring chances in a game and I feel like if I could put at least half of those in, we'd really help our team and myself, you know. And team goals, we want to be above 600. We made it to the playoffs last year and we kind of didn't get a show what we were made of. So this year we, we have a lot of the returning guys and, and I feel like when we make playoffs, we can really show what Golden's all about and really push towards making the finals this year and kind of giving giving them a run for their money. Obviously, with your playing improvement and helping out the team, are you also looking to kind of catch the attention of some college programs? Would you like to play college next season? Yeah, that's that's kind of my goal is to, to play college and see what I can do. So I'm hoping I uh, continue this hot streak and have some nice colleges reach out and see if I can keep playing after the KI. Is there any particular area of your skills that you want to keep improving at? As I said, breakaways have been a little struggle for me lately, but uh, if I could put at least half of those in, I think it would be even better. And then, of course, my shot being a little weaker, I got to really bear down on my shot. So those are two two of the games that I feel like I need to uh, improve on, but once I do, I feel like it'll it'll be a nice season for me. What are things that the coaching staff have the players uh, to work on for your skills, but also to grow as a team? Base is one of the best things that we've done. It's off-ice training three, four days a week, and coach Chuck White's really been, every Wednesday we've been doing like skills ice time, so it's not so focused on like puck movement and, and finding the open guy, more of our individual skills and, you know, giving us time to to really improve as players, as as people as well. And and honestly, it's been incredible. And I really thank him for that because since since my first year on this team, he's really been all about individual skills and try to try to improve the players as, as we've been here. So well Jordan, uh, thanks again for joining us on Top Shelf, the KIJ Chill podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited, uh, excited to see what the season holds. So excited to see who else comes on this podcast.
You're welcome and good luck the rest of the way. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me out here as well. Enjoy it. Furlong with Jonas Smith. Puck's picked up by Jordan Lario. And that's the move that ties it up just over halfway through. Jordan Lario. Once again, I'm joined by the voice of the Grand Forks Border Bruins, Kevin McKinnon. Kevin, uh, tied for first in a very tight Neil Murdoch division. Uh, the Bruins, uh, they've got, uh, you know, some big games in the next few days. What's impressed you most about the 22-23 Bruins? Mark, it was, a, it was a heck of a good start. I think the fact that we had some players returning from last year where, you know, the record was not great, but they put that behind them. We got a lot of, a lot of new faces and, that have just really gelled well. And I, I think Coach Nadiak's recruiting uh, has just been on spot. Uh, this year, the the players that he's brought in, both out of camp and some of the trades and acquisitions that he's done since camp, uh, have just really strengthened the core squad. Our, our defense is significantly elevated from where it was last year. We're maybe not getting quite the scoring that we wanted, but we're managing to pick up those wins by not allowing the goals against. And just the, the whole team has really gelled really well together. Kevin, when we uh, return a little bit later on, we're going to talk about uh, this weekend, uh, a couple of big games in the next week for the Border Bruins, and we're going to get your take on what you think they'd have to do to be successful. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast, this is where we would normally be uh, doing the KIJHL update, but I thought we'd do something a little different this week. Uh, uh, bring in uh, Emmanuel Sequera, who's the communications director for the KIJHL, and talk about some of the features we have on the website. We have Step Up, New Wave, Stars of the Week, uh, also on social media, there's Red Light Reels and general news stories. But I want to focus in on the KIJHL Notebook. How did the KIJHL Notebook come around uh, on uh, KIJHL.ca? So basically, following my first season with the league, which was the 2019-20 season, did a little bit of evaluating, liked the work that was done, but wanted to come up with a way to bring regular attention to all the teams in the league and the players on each team. An idea that came to me was I'm a big fan of Elliot Friedman's from Sportsnet. Uh, I really like the article that he does every week, 32 Thoughts. And so I thought that would be a good way to, on a weekly basis, provide snapshots on all the teams in the league and its players just to give them regular coverage. And I've been happy with how it's turned out. Let's get into uh, this week's notebook uh, and maybe not go through every team because we uh, we only have a limited amount of time, but let's go through each of the divisions and, and pick a team and, and talk a little bit about uh, what you've seen in the past week that you really like. Let's start with the Eddie Mountain Division and uh, let's pick on the uh, Columbia Valley Rockies. Columbia Valley Rockies is interesting because they have a new coach in Emery Lawson. He's not new to the league as he originally came to the league and coached in Grand Forks, but he replaces Briar McNanny. They've got a lot of new blood, but also some key pieces that have come back. But in this week's notebook, a highlight some of the rookies is Keenan Ingram and Lucas De La Salle, who as some people might remember, had a tremendous debut, scored four goals in his first game, as well as Carson Devine, who, when I talked to Emery, was expecting offense from him, like had praise from him, and and he's doing well. He's producing for the team. And so it's great to see this new blood that's come into Columbia Valley producing for the team 
and has them at the top of their division at the moment. I mean, that division is obviously very competitive. Let's uh, let's switch over to the Neil Murdoch. And, uh, you know, we're talking with Kevin McKinnon today, uh, so uh, we don't need to talk about the Border Bruins. Let's talk about the Nighthawks. This division, I, I can imagine, is, is going to be tight. And not to go into too much detail, but I think, like, you got the Rebels under a coach who's in their second season, like, wants to keep building from last year. With the Nighthawks, you have a team that last year was essentially rebuilt because they didn't play the season before, and now they're just kind of building on top of what they did last year. And they have a local product from Trail, Nathan Dominici, who's doing really well for them, and he leads the team with five goals in seven games. and So he's really providing offense, but he's also been supported by Joel Smythe and a rookie named uh, Bo Manigri. Uh, who has three assists in seven games. Over on the Bill Housen uh, division, uh, I'm not going to get you to talk about the Princeton Posse because we'll have Mark Reedman in next week uh, as, as our coach's interview. Let's talk about the Soyuz Coyotes. Um, you know, they're a powerhouse last season. Uh, they look to be strong again this year. Yeah, they had, I don't want to call it a bit of a slow start, but yeah. when I had reached out to Coach Ken Law early, well, early into the season. I mean, we still are early into yeah, the season because it's young. Yeah. Uh, there was, a, I guess, a bit of a, a kind of a slow start, but the pieces, like he joined the team late in the season, as we know, because Carter Rigby, uh, he uh, moved on to the WHL with the Prince George Cougars. He's taken over and they seem to be kind of returning back to the powerful Coyotes from last year that we know high offensive yeah. octane team. I mean, last week they defeated Kelowna 12-2 to and all of a sudden that shot them up to being the highest scoring team in the league. There was two players that got hat-tricks. But uh, I mean, the team is led by Zach Park, who has seven goals. And then Jack Henderson is continuing. He's got, he has uh, 10 points on the season and Colton Bayarski is also up there as well. On defense, the Coyotes have Hunter Harwood, who's doing tremendous for them offensively. Um, I don't want to say he's been a replacement for Peyton McDonald Correa, but he's certainly doing it offensively. And so that's got to be something that they're happy about. And I just want to interject here because um, uh, last season I was the backup uh, play-by-play announcer for the Port Alberni Bombers. And uh, I got to see Hunter Harwood play a lot last season with the Port Alberni Bombers. And uh, he's the real deal. And he looks like he's, well, he was uh, a player of the week in the past week. Yeah, I mean, he had a tremendous week. He had, it was at seven points. He had a goal and six assists. And so, I mean, that kind of almost screams out, hey, Look out for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some big stuff this year. So it'll be really interesting to see how the Coyotes continue to play through the season. It's a hungry group that wants to be able to accomplish what they weren't able to last year. Heading over to the Doug Burks division, uh, you know, at uh, got to talk about the 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 Grizzlies, the best record in the province. Uh, talk about the Grizzlies, back to back Tech uh, Cup champions. Uh, they're off to a great start. They are, and it's kind of similar to last year. Like they had the offense, but really, it I think it comes back again to the goaltending. Mm-hmm. And this year, their tandem is Yosef Kuchaslo. I mean, he played behind. Brandon Weir last year, and I'm sure he learned a lot from playing behind he, him. And then, yeah, he was brilliant. I got to say, at the uh, Cyclone Taylor Cup in the games that I saw, he was an excellent goaltender. Yeah, you were still in my thought exactly because I remember watching him play against the Peninsula Panthers and big game, and it ends up going into a shootout. And like he was stellar. Yeah. I remember even when I was out there and even talking to one of the assistant coaches and him telling me about how good Kuchaslo really is. 
and then you see they make the move with Beaver Valley to acquire Owen Albers, who got his first career KIJHL shutout with the Grizzlies. And it seems like obviously they're hosting the Cyclone Taylor Cup this year, but obviously they want to earn their way there. And they got two strong goaltenders in the mix. And so it's kind of like maybe if there's times where maybe the offense isn't always there for them, if that's the case, I don't want to say that is, but if offense becomes an issue, at least you know that you've got the goaltending to back you up. Yeah, we don't we don't believe for a minute that offense is going to be an issue with uh, <laughs> Revelstoke. You know what, we can't do the entire league because uh, we'll run out of time, but, uh, uh, you know, thank you so much. And and, and I, I encourage everybody to head over to the website. It's kijhl.ca and uh, check out the articles. And every week the uh, the KIJHL notebook comes out, and I really encourage you to uh, to check it out. Thank you very much, Emmanuel. You're welcome. Thanks for having Back me. Back and forth just below us and now over to the far corner. Bruins looking for that one-timer, didn't get it, but the rebound works. Border Bruins tie the game at uh, 15 minutes and 44 seconds. Once again, I'm joined by the voice of the Grand Forks Border Bruins, Kevin McKinnon. Kevin, uh, boy, uh, big, big weekend right through till uh, middle of next week for the Grand Forks Border Bruins. A couple of divisional fights. and This is a team that's 4-2-1 atop of the Neil Murdoch division. They take on the Beaver Valley Nighthawks, who are tied for first with them. And then Nelson. What? do the Grand Forks Border Bruins have to do to be successful this weekend and beyond? The important thing, and we've done it so far in those divisional games this year, is to treat them like the four-point playoff games that they they really are. Those early season points are incredibly valuable once you're down to you know the late January, early February stretch. The Bruins have have managed so far to hold their own in division. You know, Beaver Valley uh, plays a good game. Nelson off to maybe a little bit of a slow start uh, compared to some other years, but you know neither of those teams can be taken lightly, and you know the Bruins are just going to have to come out and play that focus and disciplined game, stay out of the penalty box. I think what they have found so far this year is divisional uh, rivalries are not something to be concerned about. These are potential wins. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank Kevin McKinnon for joining us on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. And Kevin, if you could also pass on my uh, my appreciation for the entire crew, because once again, you really do put on uh, a great presentation on Hockey TV. Thanks so much, Mark. I will absolutely pass that on to the guys. This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We'd like to thank this week's contributors, broadcasters Kevin McKinnon, Jim Scott, Brad Cable, and Cody Fate. KIJHL Communications Director, Emmanuel Sequera. Veteran Golden Rockets forward, Jordan Lario. And as always, we'd like to thank Hockey TV. My name is Mark Berry. We'll be back in seven days.